Thank you. Um, my paper focuses on the relation between agency and the process of becoming refugees in Italy, a key transit point from Africa to Europe, uh, actually not only from Africa, and where it is clear, I think, that the European policy of external border control um, go hand-in-hand hand with the construction of particularly repressive uh, uh, internal boundaries. Um, more exactly, I would like to illustrate what happens uh, after the landings on uh, Italian shores and the condition of the camps for asylum seekers in Italy and the point of view of women hosted in these camps. Um, this paper is founded on a research, an ethnographic research I have carried out in the last four years um, in Southern Italy refugees camp organized by the Italian government in order to document uh, the violence, violence experiences of women asylum seekers who have reached Italy after spending a time in Libya and uh, after crossing the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, these women have lived terrible abuses and violence experiences in their trajectory towards Europe, but uh, once in Italy, uh, however, they experience further forms of violence in particular inside the camps, where they are subjected to um, an institutional control and to a moral uh, disciplinary regime that shape or try to shape their subjectivities. So to discuss these dynamics, I focus my attention on three points and forced the camp as political dispositive, uh, of course, as structures of power and control, to manage migration for asylum, so following the perspective of Agamben in this case, but I think that in this case uh, this perspective is not enough. Mm? And my focal point, my crucial point, uh, um, is that in the camps control and surveillance are strictly connected to a moral and ethical regimes. Um, there's um, the humanitarian dimension is overlapped with uh, the political one. Mm? So this overlap of care, control and discipline works as a long and systematic process of subjection um, aiming at governing the intimate and social life of women in this case. In this specific case, I refer to the Trapani camp. Trapani is a city in Sicily, in the northwest of Sicily, and a very poor context. Um, this camp is a reception center for asylum seekers uh, called CARA, exactly, CARA, a, center for, uh, a reception center for asylum seekers, a camp for 260 persons, but now they are 350 more or less. Mm -hmm. um, and in this camp, men and women are hosted after their arrival in Lampedusa. Um, this camp is particular for its material conditions, uh, so for example um, uh, there are not tables and chairs to eat, so families, men, women and children have to eat on the ground. Mm? And because in contrast to other Italian centres and maybe in contrast to other uh, European centres, uh, this camp is a reception camp but uh, also includes a military and police station, a public health service and the commission for asylum. Mm. So uh, the entire asylum request process uh, occurs inside this camp making it a strongly uh, enclosing if not totalizing structure or it appears as a totalizing structure. The second relevant point is that uh, these forms um, of control, care and surveillance uh, of the camp incorporate a specific imaginary of gender 
and the analysis of this imaginary, this gendered imaginary, allows to reveal, to show uh, the very ambitious project of system of protection. Uh, within the camps, women asylum seekers are not considered uh, um, only as victims or bare life, uh, no? as the uh, femina sacra, no? the gender declination of homosexual, but they are so seen and subject to be educated or to be emancipated, mm? a target of a civilizing and moral project. Mm? So in this sense, I said that becoming an asylum seeker um, appears as a project of subjection. Point three, um, the point of view of women, mm? uh, that I will illustrate through an ethnographic case. Um, in this case, I will use the notion of subjectivity as intended by feminist anthropology or feminist theory, but not only by feminist theory, um, as an intersection of multiple uh, identities and position as an ongoing process uh, built over time. The temporal dimension is very important here, and because it offers a double level of analysis, um, it allows to capture the signs of power and suffering, and uh, it explores the active role of subject in, in the construction of self and the possibility of human reorganization in spite of marginality and violence, as well as the dimension of desire, of the sense of future and forms of ages in the past. Hmm? So, for example, um, it allows to uh, investigate uh, the social meaning that women give to their identities, uh, including to be an asylum seeker, so the gap between how these women perceive themselves uh, and the image produced by their systems. Hmm? Um, in Italy, the asylum request is evaluated by one of ten ter territorial commission for asylum, um, spread throughout the national territory um, within six months from, from presentation, but actually uh, this period often becomes one year or more. Um, during this waiting time, women and men asylum seekers are hosted at Ecara, and located all over the national territory, uh, mainly in the south of Italy, almost always, always, at the margins of urban areas. These centers belong to the Italian Ministry of Interior, and uh, they are managed by NGOs or Catholic institutions. I have to say that uh, often uh, these NGOs are Catholic NGOs. Mm? In these structures, social workers, uh, international agencies, uh, UN, safety children, for example, lawyers, psychologists, uh, operators of police headquarters, and uh, in this summer also Frontex, uh, work and establish help, assistance, and control relations with women asylum seekers. Um, besides uh, providing uh, accommodation and catering uh, to primary needs, the camps organization and their disciplinary regimes follow a specific uh, pedagogical educational um, uh, intent no? or the will to inculcate a sense of responsibility and autonomy in these women seen as passive subjects, devoid of any agency, in need for help and also as women to be emancipated or to be integrated in the new urban context. Um, this rhetoric translates into a set of very strict daily educational rules and practices. Um, for example, the movements of the guests outside the camp are closely controlled by the staff, also an absence of two hours or three hours, and they have to request a permit, for example. Uh, while inside the camp they are exposed to a set of disciplinary technologies controlling bodies, foods, health, 
family relations. Um, for example, um, women are given rules for behaving like a good mother or a modern and autonomous female subject. I have to say that in Italy, as any seekers do not receive money, so this project of autonomy is quite uh, ridiculous or ambitious. No? And uh, there are not training courses, for example, in the camps, or um, there's only one Italian course language, for example, for 300 people. <laughs> So, um, or women have to meet social workers and to tell how they look after their children, or activities such as bathing their kids have to be performed in front of social workers, no? Every day and for a long time. Hmm? So, yeah. Um, and after their past experiences of violence and physical and emotional suffering, this control over their care activities caused them further suffering, of course. And during my research, the director of this center um, described it as a magna mater, a social incubator for these women. <laughs> the experiences of Selem, um, a woman from Eritrea but already migrated to Sudan, in the camp of Trapani, shows these dynamics. Uh, Selam reached the coast of Sicily in 2010 with her four children age from 5 to 14, I think, yes. Both her identity of mother and her hope to offer a better future uh, to their children, to her children, played an important role in her decision. But actually, these dimensions um, would be uh, being relevant also once in Italy to contrast the image produced by the assistants. In 2008, she had crossed the desert to reach from Sudan to Libya, paying $2,000 more or less to traffickers. Um, the crossing took place on a Land Rover together with over 40 people. And during three Sundays, she protected um, uh, her uh, two daughters from traffickers and from a, a Libyan soldiers. So these actions are important because they are from uh, of ages in the past. Uh, and my paper, I have uh, described every passage of this forced migration. Um, so, uh, in, they stay in Libya uh, for one, ha one year and a half in a very small house, uh, uh, without documents, uh, uh, no protection, uh, no school, but uh, Selam worked as housemaid, as a domestic worker, to gain the uh, $6,000 dollars necessary to cross the Mediterranean Sea. Um, she, after four days in the sea and was more both with other 2,000 uh, people, they reached Lampedusa coast in July of 2010 and after identification by the Italian police, Selam and her children were hosted at the Trapani, uh, uh, at the center of Trapani. Mm -hmm. A few weeks after her arrival, Selam found an irregular job as housemate, thanks to other women living in the centre and not thanks to state institutions. And, but at this point she began her struggle with both the social workers and the psychology of the, of the camp, who reprimanded her for her lack of responsibility toward her mother identity and um, Selam felt all the responsibility of uh, migration and often she said I can rely on myself only and despite of the exploitation of the irregular markets women like Selam find a job only in the irregular markets uh, in the south of Italy. 
um, but she perceived it, no, this job as the fourth step to rebuild our future and our children's too, of course. Uh, social operators and psychology judged uh, also our past and they stressed that Italy is not like Libya and here Salam had to or could be a completely responsible subject. Um, but Salam, who protected our children during the entire migration, also in a very dangerous situation and, um, and in spite she was completely alone, um, lived this evaluation about her capability to be a responsible subject with a deep sense of injustice. And in general, women lived this help and control relation. Control is performed by the assistants, not by the police, you know, in this case. So these ed educational rules are a political violence in some way. Hmm? Um, so women leave this help and control relation with anguish and they have continually defend, to defend themselves from moral judgments and controls on their movement inside and outside the camp. Um, so in spite of uh, our vulnerability, the story of Selam offers a representation of women asylum seekers far from hegemonic rhetoric and forum for labouring processes. And this shows also the dependence mechanism created by the system of protection. A relevant point consorts, for example, the gap within the way in which she perceives herself and the Im image given back by the protection and the system. And also the uh, consideration of time is important in this case, the differences between the, uh, the consideration of time uh, produced by the social workers, for example, and uh, the consideration of her past experience and her sense of future. Mm -hmm. um, so the camp is a political uh, dispositive, of course, uh, characterized by a system of surveillance and assistance that, with a deep ambiguity, controls the following of daily life of women and men asylum seekers. But, however, I think that it is necessary to consider that the camp is political also for the presence of subjectivities uh, which give an important value to their past experiences and push themselves toward um, the organization of another present and future existence. The notion of subjectivity, hopes and desires helps to focus on action which inhabit the time of waiting in which Italian law confines women asylum seekers. Mm -hmm. This gaze allows to retrace the practices by which uh, women asylum seekers try to reveal their existence day by day, uh, even if these practices are often uh, interlaced with exclusion mechanism and are made of. Um, devices to under marginality.